So, long-time listeners of Discontent might recognize this voice as Editor Sean. Uh, and next week is my birthday. Uh, and, and since the, 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 the lovely hosts of Discontent didn't know what to do of the last week of November, I'm like, oh, do something for my birthday. Half kidding. And they all decided, yes, we should do that. Now, I'm here to make sure they regret that decision. <laughs> So I've spent the past week just kind of mulling over things that I could have you all watch that I feel like there'd be a good, equitable discussion around. I didn't want to, like, pick something that one of you wouldn't know anything about or wouldn't have any interest in. And I also didn't want to pick something that I really love that you guys might hate. So instead, (laughs) I I didn't pick Snowpiercer for a reason. I love that movie. And I did not want to spend multiple hours listening to you record and then editing just hatred of it. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. It's Willy Wonka on a train. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so instead, I, I went through and thought about like, what's a, a kind of bad movie, but one that would still be fun and isn't overly long that you guys would have a good time with. I appreciate that stipulation. <laughs> yeah, no, I like you got to You got to keep it tight. Um, so this week, you all are going to watch the 1980s Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now, let me continue because there is an extra an extra element to this. Okay. The Super Mario Brothers movie is not streaming literally anywhere. Great. So to make up for that, I have sent all of you a copy of it on DVD in the mail. Oh it will god. be arriving on Friday. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh my god, Sean. You sent me garbage in the trash, Sean. So you'll all own the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, and I'm very excited to hear what you all think of it. It is a wild fucking movie, and it's I'm I'm so ready. Is this okay? Just one question. Is this a movie where the lady wants to fuck Mario, the real human woman? No, that's Sonic. You're thinking of Sonic. No, this is uh, this is all all real people. John Leguizamo is Luigi. Um, Bob Hoskins is Mario. And who's the villain? Dennis Hooper is Dennis Hooper Hooper is is Bowser. Um, Wow. Yeah. All right. It's going to be a lot. You are not ready for what this movie is going to be. And <laughs> Don't I need to say that to me. I know that. <laughs> it's so excited. It's iconic. I've seen it. So this will uh, be my third time watching it, I think. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm I'm a big snouted trout running around in the trash. What the fuck did you just Hi. say? <laughs> what is, what's that? Please, please my clarify. Brain is, my brain is still a little foggy. Please leave me. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess in exchange for all of the terrible mouth sounds and, you know, talking over each other and forgetting to turn our volumes down so that our voices bleed into each other's recordings, we we owe this to you for your efforts. And we accept your burden your terms you have bestowed <laughs> and at least it's free for you it is free for us yeah that's fine i guess it cost me money by the like transcendental property of of ownership because yeah. i live with sean but it's fine <laughs> i guess sheehan's birthday is two days before sean's which makes a good chance that i will have to, i will force him to watch this on his birthday which is like an, yes. an, an anti an anti birthday present for me. i think i think sheehan will like it <laughs> i do too honestly i do think sheehan will enjoy this all right, all right. well let's do it Sam. And this is Discontent, a podcast about nothing and for no one. And um, it, I mean, it's never not an eventful week anymore, but uh, how was everyone's weeks? What'd you get into? Uh, I, I should go last. Okay, you can go. Okay, I'll, mine's I'll, the worst. I can go first. How about I go first? Because mine was pretty unexciting. I watched more Psych. 
I watched the Taylor Swift folklore concert on Disney Plus, and it was very good, especially just in in general. the The audio is very good, which I get. I get she released on Spotify, so you can also listen to that if you don't have Disney Plus. Um, I also watched Emperor's New Groove for probably the first time. Wild. I really like. It seems it just, impossible. I I can't tell if I've only seen it once. Or if I've only ever seen memes, but I've seen a lot of them. Because How? almost none of it seemed seems familiar impossible. except for the stuff that was memes. And then the the beginning. Or wait, no, the I, end. The <laughs> end was more familiar than the beginning was. So I maybe, maybe I like caught it on TV when TV was more of a thing. And like watched the like back I, end. I feel like I watched it like in class at least once. <laughs> I had like teachers that would play it. Like just be like, we're not going to do anything for today. What Here subject? we could watch it. Emperor's new group. It doesn't matter. It was like in elementary school when we didn't have subjects. A vaguely Incan uh, or Mayan kind elementary of elementary school. I mean, it's yeah. it was originally really? supposed to be a um, like a serious film about like a sun god in like I think Incan culture um, with music by Sting, and then it wasn't, <laughs> and then David Spade was there instead, <laughs> um, which I think is at it, it for the for its benefit, but. You know, Dave, uh, D- uh, Patrick Warburton in in that role is is it's always cr- the best thing about Kronk it. Kronk is Kronk is good to this day the most iconic character. Yeah, if if you had asked me what year that movie came out, I would have said like two thousand and nine. I don't know nah, why, man. but like it came out in two thousand, and that does not feel real. But I definitely feel like I thought I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I th- I did not. I think that I came to it late, if I came to it at all, in until this week, but. I enjoyed myself. It was fun. But again, I really I'm not I am not sure if I had seen it before or if I had only seen memes and clips. So who knows? John's going to be mad at me for not remembering. But we had some debate about Ebers New Groove like very early at the beginning of our relationship. And so it's like the maybe the second or third movie total we watched together because we had a fight about something in it. And I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) What what could it be, though? I think it was like. I don't know. Wait, he's shouting. Hold on. I hear, I hear him shouting. What? Age. Oh, yeah. It was Cusco's age. Yeah, uh, he's supposed like to be like 18 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's Which like is, a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And David I feel like Spade I voicing an 18 year old is no. Is no. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like he thought he was older and I thought he was the like the age that he was. Yeah. Um. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> that it, I mean, arguing about a children's movie early in a relationship seems on brand for the two of you. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> which will, yeah, we'll get into more of the, the movies you guys watch often later yes. today. But Unfortunately. Uh, I will also did my semi-annual viewing of About Time. That movie still holds up. Bill Nye is still the best thing about it, but Domhnall Gleeson is incredibly good looking, and I just love the entire, it's such a, it's such a warm, soft, like, nice movie and it's was very welcome as like a thanksgiving-y kind of nice calm fair when delia inevitably gets into the new trilogy of star wars during her you know mania she'll see domino gleason in a less favorable role i'd say mm-hmm. he's a nazi yeah. so yeah, <laughs> basically I, I a space just, nazi <laughs> I, I know that he's a villain i just didn't i i'm just aware that he's there but i still don't yeah. go there uh and then Delia and I both separately watched Deadpool 2. So that was a good time as well upon probably third rewatch. But the the main thing that I noticed was Taylor Swift's cats on his T-shirt in that one scene. Yeah, I I hadn't noticed that before, but yeah, it's not surprising. It tracks. It makes (laughs) sense. But I'm like, why didn't I notice that when I saw this in theaters when it was big and giant on a screen in front of me? But, you know, it's man, it's a movie with layers. Speaking of a time in my life where I was more innocent, I do long for the days where I had not seen Blake Lively in that many things. And I just knew she was good friends with Taylor Swift and married to Ryan Reynolds. Like that was 90 percent of the knowledge I had about Blake Lively. And and now now here we are. Yeah, it's wild because that's very much the opposite of how I've been exposed to how most of the world has been exposed to Blake Lively. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm in the, you know, minority here, but I 
I long for a day when Gossip Girl was not the thing I spent all of my time on in a week. <laughs> <laughs> you're so close. You're almost, you're almost done. Very yeah, true. We're, we're almost done with this. I'm, I've realized, I've accepted, I'm not going to go back and watch like the I back knew you half wouldn't. of that show. I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> once once I while, got out, once I got out, like there's, I can't subject myself to it again. Truly, Delia, once is enough. Once is enough. We did our time. Seven years of it in childhood. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I ever actually finished the entire series when it was like running, when it was still airing, because mm. why would I have? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad that I'm done now. I don't think I need to experience I mean, it firsthand. It- it finished like your second year of college and certainly you weren't paying attention to Gossip yeah, Girl I, at that point. I, that would be impossible. I'm sorry, Corey, but that would be terrible <laughs> for a person to do. <laughs> Technically, it finished like the year I went to college and I also wouldn't have been paying attention to it. Yeah. That was that was funnily enough. Speaking of other topics we've recently touched on on the podcast, going to college was basically the only thing that got me out of Supernatural in addition to it being very bad. <laughs> you know, in addition to it being very bad, but like when I couldn't, I didn't have cable. So when I couldn't just like watch it on TV, keeping up with it was was Herculean and how bad it was. Like if I had had cable and could still like serialize it for myself, I might have stayed with Supernatural longer than I did. But having to like consciously seek it out was too far too much for me. Do you want to take this opportunity to take two minutes to discuss EOIT cast? I suppose. So story time, the the introduction you heard. Anyone hasn't heard. Yeah. So the introduction you heard to this episode of the podcast was our second take at at the intro because I chose this week to count down in Spanish in homage to Supernatural and it derailed the entire introduction. So we had to restart. But as we've discussed, uh, the Supernatural finale was nonsense, and in English, Destiel was never made canon. <laughs> in English. So, uh, I'm sorry that, just to, like as a disclaimer, I'm sorry that we lied when we said last week was the last time we were going to talk about Supernatural. Yeah, we should have known better. it's not our fault. We're not, it's not, we're not, like, just bringing it up again just because. No, it... Uh, a big thing happened, which is... <laughs> Desiel became canon, but only in Spanish. And yes. now maybe in Italian. That's the rumor, yeah. but it hasn't aired yet. So in episode 518, which is the, you know, second, the not the penultimate episode, but the penultimate penultimate episode. I don't know if there's a word for that. Anti-penultimate? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it... Castiel tells Dean he loves him. Dean does not respond. He just says, don't do this, Cass. And then Cass goes to Turbo Hell. We've, we've covered that. In the Spanish dub, Cass says, I love you, Dean. And very quietly, Dean goes, Io a ti, Cass, which means, and I, you, Cass, basically, confirming that Dean also reciprocates Cass's love. And this all but plays only, into but a only big in Spanish, but only in Spanish. But this also plays into a big conspiracy that oh Walker, Texas Ranger <laughs> killed the gays <laughs> because because in like during the like uh, when they were shut down for production for the pandemic, the network decided not to do the gay thing, I guess, so that more attention could be paid to to Sam, Jared Padalecki's character, because Jared Padalecki is starring in a new CW reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger, starting in the fall next year, or maybe the spring. I don't know. I hadn't heard that part, but okay. I mean, seems, seems like capitalism. Yeah. Okay. And so the, like, the theory is that all of the, like, Dean lines in 518 are ADR slash, like, reshoots and the translators in other languages got the original script or something i don't know how much i believe it (laughs) i don't believe it at all because i have seen like apparently this is like not it's not that strange of a thing for like translations to kind of go off script if it like suits the character better but the argument could be made that like it's the still like the the criticism still stands that this was like queer baity and bridging and whatever, because like Dean obviously loves him back. (laughs) Obviously (laughs) 12 years, 12 years. 
Yeah, it's uh, a lot. It's a lot. Well, at least, yeah, you're just going to have to, you're just going to have to learn Spanish, Delia. That's the, I mean, that's the I, ultimate. I, I, she I, already I guess is. I'm going to, I guess I'm going to, <laughs> my, my spiraling about Pedro Pascal, I guess I'm just going to accidentally learn a bunch of Spanish. Yeah, Delia's truly yeah, gone so places. Yeah, so tell us what you did this week. I mean, I besides did, I, find pictures of Pedro Pascal in your house that yeah, you didn't I know were there. Yeah, I accidentally, I, no, I, I didn't find them. I looked for them and found them. I... I sought them out because I had the horrible realization that because so I don't think I've I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I don't not that it matters. Uh, Sheehan is a journalist. We have a lot of magazines in the house. So I realized that because we have a bunch of like back issues of magazines that like a bunch of the photo shoots he's been in in the last few years are in my house. I have paper copies of them in my house, which was a horrible realization for me. I have I don't I I shouldn't have found them. I don't need to be able to look at them. And touch them, like, in my hands. It's bad. <laughs> it's a bad thing for me to have. It's not good for my, like, mental health. But here we are. That's not what I did this week. Um, <laughs> what I did this week. I also, like Corey said, watched Deadpool 2 just independently. We just, we both independently watched Deadpool 2, I guess. It's a family movie and Thanksgiving <laughs> is a family holiday. Mm-hmm, sure. It is a family movie, I guess. Um, I also watched, I also watched the Taylor Swift folklore concert the day it came out because it was nice to have on in the background while I did stuff on a rainy day. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I watch? I've watched more, uh, Star Wars stuff. That's Ugh. my brain now. Um, <laughs> For also- Delia, Delia is texting my boyfriend about yeah, Star I- Wars. <laughs> a lot for me to handle because i'll just look over and be like oh sean is messaging delia like when he was when he was chatting with with she and it was like oh whatever they're dumb they're boys it's fine (laughs) but now the fact that you talk to sean more than you talk to me is quite odd it's quite weird i don't think it's more than you because you and i send each other supernatural memes every day now (laughs) so i don't know that that's i don't know that's a true statement more substantial conversations i guess I have to go and talk to Sean about Star Wars because no one else cares about Star Wars in my life. So <laughs> it's okay. I'll start. I'll start texting Sheen about Nathan for you now. I mean, go <laughs> ahead. I don't fucking want to talk about it. He, I literally woke up this morning and heard his voice, Nathan's voice, like just in the distance of my apartment. And I was like, no, this can't be <laughs> it's horrible. I can't watch Nathan for you. It is truly torture. I love it so much. Oh, it's horrible. Um, okay, the other things I watched this week. I will get through this list. Uh, I started watching Owl House, which is very cute. Uh, it's just, I don't really have anything to say about it. It's just a very cute show. It's very much in like line of in the line of like um, Gravity Falls. It has kind of that vibe. Um, it's a good, good kid show, but it's also, I know later it's going to be queer. So I'm just like waiting for it. I'm like, (laughs) give me, give me queer content for children. I love it. Um, and then the other thing I rewatched, uh, Dicktown this week, I've watched this. It's like a, so Dicktown is a 10 episode, like mini series. Each episode is like, uh, 11 minutes, um, that, uh, John Hodgman and David Reese did. And it's about like pair of adult idiots being detectives for children um it's actually it's a very good show and because i love john hodgman i want him to be happy i've watched it like three (laughs) times Um, but i would recommend it just it's very it's a very fast watch it's basically the length of like a movie just watching the whole season and it has like fun dumb energy which i enjoy it's like good background noise for me um i think that's all i did this week right Probably. I also watched Paul Blart. I also, but Sam watched, also did. I also watched Paul Blart too because it's that's the time of year. It's that time when of year. When I do that. Yep. Yeah, so my whole week was just uh root, root put, putting my big snout into a pile of garbage <laughs> and snorting it up like a pig. Uh I I watched a lot of Gossip Girl. I as as mentioned, I am on episode nine of ten, so I'm like I am in the home fucking stretch. Uh, season six, that is. So it's like next episode is the last episode. Um, and I'll be yeah. finally done. I have no idea yeah. how they're gonna resolve all of the many open storylines they have. 
but <laughs> fuck yeah, it, ne- I guess. Ne- ne- next week you can you can we'll dedicate a decent a bigger chunk yeah. to allowing you to process. I'm going to I'm going to come up with like superlatives and 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 work through all of it's going to be a therapy session for my experience with Gossip Girl. <laughs> a Gossip Girl debriefing. A Gossip Girl debriefing. Um yeah, so I did that and I watched Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 to listen to Till Death Do Us Blart, a much better podcast than this one, sorry guys. Um Yeah, this, yeah, this is a bad podcast. We know this. Um and I watched what we are here to talk about today, yeah. which is so to preface, I guess you'll have heard because yeah, that's, right. so, the, yeah, the cold open was from last week when Sean revealed to us what it was that he was requesting for us to watch for his birthday, which is today when we're recording. By the time you listen to this, it'll be like four days ago, but happy birthday sean and also not happy birthday because you ruined my night last (laughs) night by making me watch this um it is the super mario brothers movie from 1993 Mm -hmm. uh, coincidentally the year that sean and i were both born so (laughs) happy birthday to all of us (laughs) (laughs) happy happy birthday to sean and also super mario brothers Oh, also, um, just like a tangent, the thing that I realized the other night was this year Sheehan turned 29 on the 27th and Sean mm-hmm. turned 27 on the 29th. And that's nothing. It's just, I just thought it was cute. It's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> um, What was not cute was the aesthetics of I, everything in this movie. I hate this movie. Just most, <laughs> right. Like, I hate, listen, I hate everything about this movie, like, all the writing, ev- ev- everything about it, but mostly I hated looking at it. It was so gross. Why was it so gross? Everything about it was so gross. Off the top of your head, give me three adjectives that you think about when you think of Super Mario, or like Super Mario, or Mario, or any Mario property that's not this. Like, okay, oh, so like, adjectives about, okay. Or verbs, or whatever. Pick. I think pixelated when I think of like, classic Mario, and I think like, cute, smooth, round lines when I think of modern Mario. Mm-hmm. And then I think about like, how nice it is, you know? It's so smooth. <laughs> you like, yeah. you like, throw, you, sometimes you throw stuff and you jump around, and that's it. It's yep. nice. And Corey? Cartoonish, simple, and optimistic, I guess, or like happy, like, <laughs> Fam- upli- like family it's- friendly. <laughs> family friendly. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, innocuous maybe is a better, but like, yeah, not, you know. Not challenging. <laughs> yeah. And like, not, not, a, not, a, not a gross fungus filled dystopia. <laughs> With little-headed lizards with giant shoulders for um, no reason. <laughs> yes. And then comparatively, the three the three adjectives I would use to describe the Super Mario Brothers movie are confusing, Disgusting. ugly, Disgusting. and, <laughs> and uh, infuriating, infuriating, rancid yeah, vibes, just fully rancid yes. vibes everywhere. So it's just yeah. like the person that wrote this movie has never been in the same room as Mario being played, let alone played Mario. Or they were deeply tripping on some kind of bad drug. Like they had a really bad L- LSD trip while they were watching someone else play Mario. And they were like, this is a dystopia and I must write it. <laughs> like, to be honest, so my my relationship with Mario as a property is playing it on the original, What's it's the system called an NES. Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. Um, at my grandma's house. And the two games that she had that we would play were Super Mario Brothers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game. <laughs> um, and honestly, this video, tra- or this movie tracks more with that second, with the latter. Yeah, you with would the think su- maybe. With, uh, yeah, TMNT. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it, it's because it's super gross. Because there's lots of <laughs> yeah. just super gross stuff. It's so gross. But, yeah. There's reptiles. They're in a sewer. It's grungy. It's, and it's confusing. It's, yeah. Genuinely, right, though, yeah. like someone wanted, someone was like, I really liked a, sort of like the 80s grungy kind of like dystopian, like Mad Maxi kind of vibe. And I want to make that movie. But then also Mario is there. <laughs> I want to make that movie, but I don't have the funding for it. But Nintendo needs a Mario movie. So we'll do both. I need Nintendo's money. So yeah. we'll just put we'll just put Mario in it. Yeah, I haven't done any research because I didn't have the mental capacity to do it this week, but I truly don't know how this movie came 
to be like Mario is arguably Nintendo's most precious property because he is literally like their mascot. Yeah, they do not give out this IP. So and why, yet, why? Why this of all things? Or was this their first like foray into it? And then they were like, nope, not doing that anymore. I mean, maybe. But also it's just it, it it's, <laughs> it's just so unclear how this movie was made. But we should give a two minute plot summary <laughs> to anyone who isn't okay. going to watch I mean, this. you've seen it the most. Yes. And I did not really okay. absorb any plot because I was too I, frustrated. I figured yeah, I would be I was, the one to do it. I was I just fully to... <laughs> angry from the start because yeah. of how bad it was. So the movie starts with a flashback scene of a woman dropping off an egg to a nunnery and then she gets attacked by Dennis Hopper and he and then that's that's it. That's the that's the opening scene. Then there's a cartoon about dinosaurs and it talks to you about how the dinosaurs died. Already mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's and it's not narrated by bob hoskins but it's narrated by someone else who's doing like a bob hoskins impression it's very odd (laughs) and then after that you get a scene of two men john leguizamo and his 20 year older brother mario played by bob hoskins and they are mario mario and luigi mario famously the mario brothers can we pause so i can say how angry i i just find it very off-putting making luigi very much younger yeah, the Mario. Mm. I hate that. I don't know what I don't know what it is about it, but I jet. I it made me angry. I was like, "Why are you doing this to me?" Yeah, I don't understand what it is. I I mean, they clearly they were trying to make Luigi like the young hot cat of this film, but yeah, like he. He, like, did a lot of stuff in this movie. Canonically, Mario and Luigi are fraternal twins. They are the exact same age. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, so I don't, I don't know what the argument was. I will say, this time when we were watching it, Sean leaned over to me and he was like, Bob Hoskins is the perfect Mario. No one else could play Mario. And I was like, oh, what What are you even talking about? Sean here. This is lies and slander, and I will not stand for it. I said, at most, Bob Hoskins is not a bad Mario. I just need that on record. <laughs> it, it made oh. me so... I, like, I, like... I just didn't know how to react to that because I, I could not fully disagree <laughs> any, anymore. But any, anyhow, so Mario and Luigi are plumbers and they are down on their luck because they have this rivalry with another plumbing company. But then through a series of wacky events, they meet this girl and she's an archaeologist at a dig site. And it turns out that that dig site has a portal to another world. And that other world is essentially this has has developed in the same way as ours have for the most part. But instead of evolving from mammals, the humans in this world evolved from lizards slash dinosaurs and also their planet has no resources. So they're like, it's a very, it's a water world scenario as, you know, it's, it's very, it's barren basically. Uh, and so King Koopa, ostensibly Bowser, wants to invade the human world to get their resources and to subjugate all of the mammals because mammals are bad and lizards are king. And then through a whole wacky scenario, you find out that the girl that Mario or that Luigi fell in love with is Princess Daisy, who is the girl that we saw hatch from the egg in the beginning of the film. And the king mushroom man <laughs> is what's devolved <laughs> by King Koopa in his de-evolution machine. And so he's fungus all over the city. Uh, and then at the end, King Koopa dissolves the the twin towers, but then it's okay. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a haunting visual that was. But then it's yeah. all okay because Mario and Luigi saved the day. The end. Yeah, it's this, just this movie like, makes me so angry bad. on so many levels. Not least of which is I have a biology degree, and watching this the just flimsy evolution logic in this movie made me so furious that I had to walk out of the room for a few minutes. Yeah. Why, why, why are they people? Why are they just people though? I'm. If you want to be dinosaur people, why didn't you do anything? 
to try yeah, and be like, dead. Why, okay. Why didn't you like do any prosthetic work to make them look? What? Why did the Koopas? Why did the? Why the Goombas? Goombas? <laughs> yeah. Why are the I, Goombas like that? I don't know. I I was I the Goombas are the most upsetting to me like truly the the angriest i get is seeing the goombas not only because it doesn't make any sense that if you get devolved your head gets very small and your body gets really big i don't it's not, not how evolution works obviously but also goombas have in the games and canonically in the games goombas have one defining characteristic and it is that they have big heads that's their <laughs> only characteristic they have big well, bad heads and tiny bodies so okay let me the the incredibly frustrating thing is how so many things in this movie could have been actually like aligned to canonical stuff and they just refused yeah, to they're just like didn't because do I, it. I, I I had to double check this term, but like there are literally like Koopas as opposed to Goombas are actual turtles, like turtles who could have had heads that are like reptilian and then also shells. But it was which could have just been their armor. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. And then it just wasn't though. And in the same way that Big Bertha or whatever her name was is dressed exactly as like a steampunk Bowser would have been imagined. <laughs> so if you're gonna have to do it that way, it like she's got the moon shoes to do the bouncing. She's all spiky. She's mean. I don't know what more you need, but I guess we needed a white guy. So it's I mean, I just, just, there's it, so as, much. As I said last night, it does complicate things when Big Bertha kisses Mario right on the mouth. <laughs> 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 that's true but you know i'm just saying there's they had many opportunities to like do something to seem like they know what happens in mario and then they just fully didn't well i mean you have to know that the movie's gonna go off the rails when in the first 30 minutes it's like young hot luigi and then still bob hoskins but he's also got a hot girlfriend because bob hoskins is hot stuff i guess <laughs> <laughs> okay can i, I can i read this uh this excerpt from the wikipedia page about the legacy yes. of super mario <laughs> oh, Bar brothers yes. okay in a 2007 interview hoskins said super mario bros was quote the worst thing I ever did, and that, quote, the whole experience was a nightmare. He and Leguizamo <laughs> would get drunk before each day of filming and would continue to drink between takes. In a 2011 interview, he was asked, what is the worst job you've done? What, is, what has been your b biggest disappointment? And if you could edit your past, what would you change? His answer to all three was Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. <laughs> I'm just um, I just don't get who was on set going, yes, this perfect. Someone on a lot of drugs. I'm telling you. <laughs> Someone yeah. who saw Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So another another thing that made me really angry about the visuals of this movie. First of all, the hairstyles were like that of Whovillian. Yep. Yeah. Like I think the crazy Grinch who stole Christmas shit hairstyles. In like this grungy, terrible under underground world. I think that was the then, how they were trying to link to canon. I really do. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, that they gave Dennis Hopper those like weird head spikes to be like, look, he's a turtle man. <laughs> and I think they gave Toad the head spiral to be like, he's a mushroom. <laughs> I, in what world is a mushroom got a spiral? In also, what way? Oh, oh my god, the the Toad. They thing. could have just given the Goombas. Helmets that were mushroom shaped. They did not like yes, magneto, okay. but like bulbous at the top. We're gonna get into Problem this. Problem solved. I want to get into this, but I I do have a exact spec script for how you could make a good Super Mario Brothers movie, and the the key is to have toad guards like in the Mushroom Kingdom that are just wearing like mushroom shaped helmets. Yeah, and then yeah. in the in the other you know other areas, it's like a Goomba helmet and like a Koopa helmet, like, like or like a shell armor, like you or said. Like, yeah, like a, sh a shell of a shield like on if their you back. You want them to like, be like yeah. more realistic people. That's how yeah. you do it. <laughs> yeah, L Sam. Not one shell was thrown in this movie. No, I what know. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is it? Okay, what is uh, this? 
before we go off the rails, I do also have to mention how mad I am at Yoshi. I really fucking hate Yoshi. Every time, the first time that Yoshi came out, the first time I saw this movie, I literally like screamed out loud. Like I, I open mouth screamed at the screen and I was like, that's not Yoshi. Hashtag not my Yoshi. Hashtag stop. I, Yoshi has one defining the characteristic. Like the Goombas, Yoshi has one defining characteristic, and it's that he's very cute. You're supposed to feel utterly endeared to Yoshi. And in this movie, they make him like a goblin dragon dinosaur, and I hate it. I mean, it. He's, ju- he's just a little dinosaur. He looks like know, a little baby T-Rex. But he looks so sickly, and I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, it was the least upsetting thing to me, because at least it wasn't like, it at least like, the movie, the whole movie is gross, so everything looks bad. So it, the Yoshi looked bad, but at least it was a ti- it was a small dinosaur. The way that Yoshi is a small dinosaur, I, but cartoon. It wasn't yeah. like the fucking Goombas, which like it makes me so mad, Sam, to I think know, about but, the Goombas. But it is it's also just like, what it's like. Why would you call it a Goomba when it's? Nothing like a Goomba. I don't know. They just took words from this movie and put them in this movie and they were like, that's a Mario. It makes me Um, furious. Yoshi is also like canonically a slave to the royal family, which is like if you kept a monkey as a slave. Yeah. It's like if you took a chimpanzee and you were like, you're my slave now, chimp. Uh, Yeah, I guess. And he, oh, also Yoshi gets stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he's fine. He, He doesn't seem to have any reaction to it. So it's fine. Yeah, the lady villain has no bearing in canon. You don't even, I, th- I think she has a name, but it's like a whole it's cloth Amphitunia. made up name. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Her but, name is just like Lena or something. Like, it's just a normal name and she's no one. Yeah, she but has she's, no but she's connection. she's there a lot. Amphitunia no connection to the Mario world. A lot. Like, at least Iggy and Spike, like, those are names of Koopa kids in yep. Mario Brothers. Uh, they're canonically Bowser's children with an unknown mother, but... Uh, <laughs> whatever at least they're related to king koopa as they ought to be in this film but yeah this lady is just nothing uh well as you said last night this movie really did say like canonical love interests who right for all of these main characters oh boy i okay the thing one of the most obvious things is that they were like we're not gonna have peach anywhere in this movie the most recognizable female yeah. of this franchise instead we're gonna do daisy and she's but she's not gonna look anything like daisy no. she's gonna be blonde yeah but yeah. she's and an archaeologist redhead. how hard i mean i guess they were like peach can't be the name of a human woman but it's okay. like but mario mario can please leave but, yeah but mario mario can be the name <laughs> of a human true. man born on earth she's also a, a dinosaur she's not even human <laughs> Which, hold on, is that how, is that the mythology of how Peach and no. Daisy came to be? No, 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 <laughs> then, no. Then, okay, no also, people. I, no, I was already mad when the, the shell hatched and it was a baby instead of Yoshi. Yeah, same. Because I was already like, okay, I guess Yoshi is being born. Nope, it's a lady. No, it's a girl. Yeah, no, Daisy, I think Daisy's first appearance in the, sh- the like, games was actually, like, in Mario Tennis, and she was basically just there to be, like, a doubles partner for Peach, but she has, yeah. like, a whole storyline in Mario, like, she's got her own kingdom, she's got a fling with Luigi, that's at least canon. Uh, I was actually reading her Wikipedia page after the, uh, after watching the movie, and it was something, it said something along the lines of, like, Daisy recognizes that Luigi has a crush on her. She also recognizes that while Luigi has a crush on her and she doesn't appreciate it. And that made me laugh really hard. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Yeah, there's another that, thing. Like yeah. the, the Scaramucci brothers thing is frustrating Scapelli, as well. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who, who cares? It's just like a fake sounding Italian Italian name. name yeah. Um, yeah. Like canonically there is an anti-mario and an anti-luigi and instead it was just like i guess we'll just do like the italian mob is here Uh for some reason that or they're just corrupt i mean it's just a corrupt italian plumber man named scapelli it just uh, truly everything that frustrates me about this movie is how like they didn't they like they were like let's try to do something and then they just didn't they like halfway (laughs) did it you know like because even like when you when they get into the dinosaur world or whatever for the first time and you like you see the world and it's basic like 
they were like, this is the Mario world or whatever, but they're still like, like the subway and yeah. there are pay phones. And it's basically just like a normal city street covered in garbage. And Correct. it's like, okay, that's nothing though. That's, yeah. this isn't, this isn't anything. <laughs> Like there, okay. Do what? At, how much more do we need to like discuss what actually happened? Because I do like there. We need to talk about what to do to fix. Yeah, no, it. we can be done. <laughs> we, do, we should I, fix this. I want to. I want to mention two things before we stop. Number one, did you notice that as a toad? Uh, or as a Goomba, Toad kept his head spiral. Did you guys notice that? No, God, <laughs> no. I noticed that for the first time this time, and I thought it was very funny. <laughs> Um, and the number two is at the beginning of the movie when they get the call for the like plumbing job. Did you notice that like they get beaten to the plumbing job by the Scapelli, which somewhat intimates that this person with a plumbing need called two competing plumbers and was like, whoever gets here <laughs> first, you get the job. Like, <laughs> as you don't do with plumbers at all. Like in real life, people don't like pit repairmen against each other <laughs> and i know that's a very minor concern but it does stick with me every time because it's like mario's like ah they scooped us on another job again and it's like what is your livelihood like mario what are you doing <laughs> or do they just have like a weird scalper like operator who calls them when they overhear someone calling in a plumbing job yeah did they are did they the, they, are they tapping they Mario's phones? phones? Yeah, they've tapped their phones <laughs> to scoop all their jobs. Which, which, if I were someone and I called, I looked up, like, I opened a phone book and I was like, oh, Mario Brothers Plumbing, I guess I'll call them. And then I call them and I'm like, I need a plumbing job. And they're like, cool. And then someone shows up and they're, like, clearly not the same the people you called. That I called. I would be like, hey... I didn't call you. I would be Why like, are you hey, here? you're a murderer. Please go. <laughs> you're going to come in my house and murder me. And I don't like that. So please don't. Anyhow. So now that we've completed that section of the podcast, I'm going to give you guys my like intro spec script for what a, how a Mario movie should start. And I want you guys to uh -huh. critique it and add to it. All right. Great. So it, it starts kind of similar to the first scene with Mario and Luigi, which is basically like they're in their office or whatever, and they get a call for a plumbing job or they have some sort of public utility job where they have to go into a sewer pipe. So like, that's mm -hmm. the same. I mean, that that's also mm -hmm. consistent, you know, yeah. but yeah. they enter into the sewer pipe and they find like a mysterious door or they find a mysterious corridor that they go down and they come out the other side and it goes from being like, normal kind of looking like how you would film a city street normally to being like oversaturated and very bright and like it's you know lush green grass beautiful blue sky and they're like what the I hell would, can i can i interject and say like a spy kids aesthetic kind yeah. of you yeah. know what i do you know what i mean when i say spy yes, kids? yeah i do <laughs> yes absolutely and also so also can i can i add i'm sorry to john leguizamo but we no, need they have to, to be the cast, same age. Yeah, we need to cast someone who is the same age. They, they I mean, need to be the same age and the same race because Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo are not the same race. We no. didn't even mention that. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Also, I think Bob Hoskins is dead now, so we would have he to recast dead, yeah. both of these people. That's but fine. <laughs> I think my, in my imagination, they're like in their 30s, maybe, I guess. Yeah, they're like middle-aged men. Yeah. 30s, 40s. Yeah. And so they enter into this world and they get stopped by like two men holding like, you know, shields or, you know, like spears or something, something like, you know, royal guardy. And they're wearing hats that look mysteriously like mushroom caps. Uh huh. And they're like, who the hell are you? They don't say that, obviously, because it's a kid's movie, probably. But anyway, they're like, they're like, what are you doing here? You don't look like you belong here. Let's get going. Oh, and I also should mention. Mario's wearing red and Luigi's yep. wearing green. It can be what yes. a concept. Oh my dressing God. them in a color yeah. that goes with their whole character. It, it, it annoyed me so much that for most of this movie, they were just wearing like normal people clothes. Yes. Instead Would of it their have killed them to just give John Leguizamo a like a like a forest green hoodie as opposed to a red one? Yep. Yeah. And then later when they get like suits the first time when they're in the club. Mario's wearing Bright yellow. yellow. You kidding? And yeah, Luigi's kidding. wearing green. <laughs> or uh, he's wearing red. Sorry. 
And then later they eventually get these like really fugly ass like overalls yeah. that are kind of consistently colored, but they're still like really ugly. Yeah, the no, blue uh-huh. was too saturated. Yeah, that's yeah. that was that's my criticism. That's my wardrobe criticism. <laughs> yeah, so we would hire a costume designer okay. to get it like consistent with the real world, but also like good. I mean, they could just be wearing overalls yeah. and have a green t-shirt and a red yeah, t-shirt. Exactly. It's not hard. Yeah, look at look at every like poorly like half-assed Halloween costume by yeah. some man in college. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Sorry. So so they get they taken get, by the toad you know, guards. And they th- and okay. they also, if you want the toads to be like short guys, that's fine. Like I, I think they can be mm-hmm. whatever size you want them to be. <laughs> I don't. I, Question: Can we pepper into the backstory that both brothers were at, were like acrobatic or like at like gymnasts oh in gosh. their past <laughs> to set up some jumping from, <laughs> from heights? And I guess that's fine. I don't know. Um, maybe they both did, yeah, high school gymnastics. I guess before, yeah, taking a life as you know career men i, I mean i'm I actually in the movie they have like weird wild boots that jump and uh-huh. i'm actually okay with that if it didn't look so wild if you like tone down yeah. the like crazy steampunk look of it but like if you had like jumpy boots that's fine yeah fine and i mean that. also yeah. consistently in the mario world there is magic so like even if they're not gymnasts yeah. like you can have a good comic come in and like bless them with jumping magic like either way so they get taken yeah. to this castle and they're like what's this castle what's the deal with this castle and they get taken to the princess who rules over the land and it's princess peach and she's just a blonde mm-hmm. lady and that's fine she's a blonde lady in a pink yeah. dress and that's all you need and she's like wtf who are you guys like she's con- she's cordial to them but she's still kind of like you guys don't aren't from here like i can tell that you guys don't belong here and they tell her like we're from new york i guess if you want to make them from new york whatever and they're like we were just doing a job and we round up here and they're having this whole conversation with peach like they're sitting down for a, a, a meal or tea or whatever and then like the sh- the castle rattles and smoke starts coming into the room and all of a sudden enters a villain and it's Bowser. And I, I, I don't mm-hmm. have exact ideas on how Bowser should look. Like, I'm kind of straddling the line of how much CGI versus, like, they should just be people. Well, again, like, Spy Kid's aesthetic, you can give him crazy clothes. Like, the, literally, he should look like Big Bertha. That's what he should look like. He should have a spiky jacket. He should have moon boots that allow him to bounce. He should be, like, larger than both of these men in size. That's all you need. Right. Okay. So that that visual pops in and he's like, I am tired of being, you know, subjugated. I'm going to take over this castle. I'm going to take over your kingdom. So he literally, and he has some some people in tow with him who are, like, wearing spiky armor. They Maybe they have shells. Maybe they have, you know, like, their the motif on their weapons is shell-based or or whatever. They could do, uh, they could do, like, kind of a, a cap Captain America kind of throwing of their shields for combat, and then those sh- shields look like tortoise shells. Yeah, something like that. Easily. And so they... Dr- Again, not hard. They drag Peach <laughs> out of the castle, and they take her, you know, they go and kidnap her, and then the guy, the ba- guy who's Bowser walks up to Mario and Luigi, and he's like, who the hell are you, clowns? Throw them in the dungeon. And so, like, they get thrown into the basement dungeon and it maybe it looks kind of like, you know, a, it's like a blend between a prison cell and like a sewer and they have to mm-hmm. escape. So they got to climb on stuff. They got to jump over things. They got to, you know, there are there there are lots of like uh there are boxes with question marks on them, but they have weapons inside from the from the kingdom. Yeah. That they are able to break open and get stuff. Right. And so they break out of the castle and then the toad guard, they help the toad guards escape too because the toad guards are also down in the, in the you know, lockup. And the toad guards are like, you need to get Princess Peach. And then once we have the kingdom in order, we can help you try and get home. Because that, like, that's also mm-hmm. Mario and Luigi's main goal is that they do want to get back to where they're from. And so they're like, yeah. okay, you know, we see that something bad has happened here. We're going to help you out and then you guys can help us get home. And so for the rest of the movie, it's basically just like a, you know, a fetch quest to get Her- Peach. Hero's journey. Yeah. yeah. Like just, well, and you can do different phases of yeah, it for different exactly. like, kinds of levels. Yeah. Like underwater level, underground level. One thing about the movie is that like, so Super Mario Kart, the first Super Mario Kart was launched like the year before this movie came out. So, and like, they clearly wanted to do something with cars because all the cars (laughs) in the movie were just like covered in weird spikes and sparky things, but they didn't ever like lean into it enough to like, you know, 
to make it effective, like, as a reference, you know, it was just, like, mm-hmm. ugly cars were there. Yeah. Yeah. And so in the, in our movie, that would be better. We, there would be, there would be a, like, section of the movie where they would have to, like, get in cars and race with the bad guys. And, and also at one point, Luigi would just be eating a banana and Mario would go, where'd you get a banana? And Luigi would go, I don't know. And then he just throws the peel out the window and it veers a car yeah, off yeah, the road. Something yeah. Again, like it that. writes itself, guys. Yep. And like in my in my sort of envisioning of it, like they collect different powers as they're moving through different parts of the world. Like they get mm-hmm. better jumping powers or, you know, they, like I said, there's they're like fire throwing stuff. Yeah, magic and... creatures basically give them powers for like helping them in that in that certain section of the world. And they can even do the your princess in it isn't it your princess is in a different castle thing yeah. where they yeah, like that can be the the third act turn like they get they, they think that they've solved it and then it turns out she's in another castle. Yeah. And they could do like I mean they I really thought that they were going to do this in the original um have them like literally like kind of Alice in Wonderland do like eating mushrooms to get different yeah like, yeah you know, here are these mushrooms that do different things because that's the whole thing and the key would be the mushrooms don't look super fucking gross yes they're not like <laughs> stingy fungus they're like cartoony looking yeah they would be cartoony yeah. looking they would almost look like candy you yeah know? mm-hmm and God, they can sell tie-in no. candy for the children. There you go. I can't stop thinking about all the, like, close-up cutaways in that movie to, like, the slime and shit. And I'm like, uh, 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 every time. I just felt like, I was yeah. like, why, why this? Why was this the choice? You know why? when you get devolved and then you gain the Into power primordial to- slime. To, and you gain the power <laughs> to stretch your whole body across the town oh. Oh. <laughs> and produce bombs. Uh, (laughs) so yeah and then like you know they get princess peach they take her back to the castle and like with all the powers they've accumulated over the course of the film they are successful in defeating bowser and his armies or whatever and peach is like thank you so much you did a great job let's take you back to home and then like at the end mario and luigi were like well i mean honestly we didn't leave all that much behind we like it here let's stay like we'll just do missions for you peach and peach is like that sounds good to me and then you have a room for a sequel and then it's over (laughs) yeah that i mean that sound that certainly sounds like a movie yes which i can't say that i would call this (laughs) i just yeah i just don't know it's just it's so wrong plot wise aesthetically consistently like it's not even i mean i don't I don't know. <laughs> I I'm honestly like this was John Leguizamo's like breakout role, and I'm so astounded that he still had a career after this. Yeah. Like it's a testament to him as an actor and as a person that his whole career didn't just collapse, <laughs> implode yeah. under the weight of this. Yeah, I mean to be honest, he was the least offensive thing about the movie to me because he was just like he was. It's young Johnny Legs, you know, kind of kind of twinky. Got kind of, you know, he's like here Twinkie, to flirt. but in a himbo way. Yeah, like he's, he's here to yeah. he's here to flirt and do his best. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else, everybody else, everybody else looks so upsetting. Yeah. Besides <laughs> Bob Hoskins, yes. That in comparison, Luigi is just the most appealing character, like, hands down. Yeah, because he looks yeah. like a normal man who won't assault you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And doesn't doesn't look like he smells, you know, <laughs> everything in this movie looks like it smells really bad. Yeah, I, I think that they really somebody was just like, oh, Mario and Luigi, they're plumbers. Plumbers have to deal with pipes and mold. <laughs> and then that's the so that was it. That's, the, that's it. That's the movie. Well, maybe maybe he does smell bad. And that's why they had to sanitize their dicks before going to prison. <laughs> God, why was why was there screen time dedicated to that? Why did I have I to see it? I why was there it. screen time dedicated to establishing their last names? A thing I never need I to know. I not. It's so stupid. It's so the number of times they say Mario Brothers. You didn't need to just say Mario and Luigi. The fact that it's in the credits as Mario Mario and Luigi 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 Mario. <laughs> you can just say their first names. Yeah, I. I mean, and even oh. so, if it's Mario Brothers, it just means that Mario is like the leader of the company. Yeah, like, it's fine. Right. You like you, it could be like, or it could be like they're both their last names are Mario, but Mario has a first name that that he doesn't go by. He just goes by Mario. That's, yes. that's fine too. Like that's that's so much like 
Live in the ambiguity, people. <laughs> Not everything has to be super literal. We don't need a literal scene where a police officer is like, your name's Mario Mario. And that police officer is also a dinosaur, uh, coincidentally. <laughs> I, 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 I also, I know this is another stupid thing to take like umbrage with, but I really hate that uh, King Koopa's plan isn't founded just in like, I want to be evil for evil's sake, but he's like, our world is devoid of resources yeah, and we're all I... going to die if we don't take over another planet. But also I just happen to be cartoonishly evil. Yeah, that's, let's, again, that ties into like one of my least favorite tropes, which is like turning some weird like climate thing into like the villain's motivation, which I th is just like a remnant of, you know, 20, 30 years ago when people were like, haha, climate change, that'll never happen. <laughs> and it just, it always just hits very different now. Because yeah. it's like, oh, maybe we should have not done that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like maybe like 30 years ago, we should have been like, hmm, maybe it's not a good idea to throw, to like burn up plastic and throw <laughs> it into the air every day. <laughs> And have yeah. that be our lives. This movie also takes it to an extreme because there is a scene where he like spins a globe and it's a it's a vastly empty globe with one skyscraper sticking out of it. And that's their town where they all live, <laughs> where all the people on this whole earth live. <laughs> and then the rest of it is barren desert, the whole earth, but barren desert. And and by the way, the city is called like Dino Hatton. Like, yeah. like, like yeah. how Manhattan is... A Hatton for man's. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, I but also, so it, but also it, it, that misses the point because they are like men. They, they, they. Yeah, they are They people. are human. All the people are people. They're human, but they just d evolved from something other than chimpanzees. Like, I mean, obviously Which, it doesn't work because they're not mammals. So they really yeah, shouldn't look like the way they look. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. And it makes me furious. But they should but, have their own species name because they are yes. clearly not dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Um, I don't, and also the derogatory use of the term mammal was so, such a weird <laughs> choice. It happens so often. Like, you don't know anything, you mammal. <laughs> yeah. Um, plumber alert is very funny. I know we haven't mm. mentioned this, but yes, plumber alert is very funny. Uh, that, that will, I will say that I will give it to them for that. I'm arrested for being a plumber. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> funny line. <laughs> like there are parts of this, this movie that do kind of make me laugh. Like there are, there are sparks of it that I find at least amusing. It's just so misguided as a Mario movie. Yeah, that it, like, that yeah, like it's if, if this had just been like sort of a Waterworld inspired, Mad Max inspired, like kind of like weird grunge punk dystopia, like, OK, fine. that's fine. Like, it's not a movie that I want to watch, but like, <laughs> yeah. fine. Like, at least it's not that's, for like, me, but thing. not offensive. Like, that's yeah. a thing. And I would be like that. That's a th that's certainly a thing that exists. I mean, but essentially, because, because you have to like sort of shoehorn in a bunch of Mario stuff. It just, yeah. it becomes so And then so they, they just don't, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I doubt either of you saw this movie, but it's essentially like an 80s version of the Valerian movie that came out with Clara Devin, Develine, or whatever her last name is. <laughs> Clara Delavine, yeah. Yeah, and, um, oh, uh, Dane, Dane DeHaan. Dane yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, they basically just hop around to different worlds, and there is a scene where they're, like, in a prison, and, like, the prison guard asks what their name is. Like, it's truly, like, that movie, but, like, in the 80s. And that yeah. movie's also not good, but it's yeah. not, Mar it's not, you know, yeah, it's Super not Metroid. To, it's not trying to be an incredibly famous franchise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they, it wasn't like, this is the Super Metroid movie, because <laughs> it's in space. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. Okay, I have I have a pitch for recasting Mario and Luigi. Okay. Like in 2020? In 2020. Okay. Jack Black for Mario. Right, I, okay. I could see it. Uh, and then for Luigi, really just any lanky... I'm thinking like a Hamish Linklater type, just like a, a lanky a I don't know. white man <laughs> yeah, with brown hair. Um, he's in a lot of like sitcoms and things. Or oh like my a... God. Oh, um, no. 
I just had a terrible realization. If what? they did make this movie in 2020, it would be Josh Gad as Mario, wouldn't it? No! It would. Oh, it would. God. Don't it speak no! that into existence. <laughs> <laughs> no! I, mean, <laughs> I mean, not if I was making it, but it would. <laughs> and there would be some fucking musical number in the middle. <laughs> and it would be like, Mario, you're such a good singer. <laughs> Why isn't this something I knew about you before? The the hypothetical mustache that that would cause is already upsetting to me. Yeah, it's oh, very no. bad. I <laughs> Please, no. I really don't enjoy the visuals in my head. I just, I had that, that happened in my mind's eye. And I was like, oh no, it's, it's true. It's what would happen. Because <laughs> Jack Pike's a good, cost, uh, good choice, but he is a little old for the role, I think. Yeah, I, you just really have to age them age them to whatever age you think they should be i guess yeah. as long as they're as long as they are of similar generations yeah fair enough it's also not clear if if they're actually in this in this movie it's not clear if they're actually like brothers or if mario did adopt luigi i don't know as a son <laughs> yeah yeah because he's like well at, the, at one point Luigi's like, my parents died. I think he says, like, my parents died before I was born, which is not real. But <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Something like that. Like, my parents died when I was when I was born or as I was he born. Was, he was also hatched out of an egg. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, Mario raised me on his own. But, like, uh, so either Mario and Luigi's parents were, like, super fucking old and that's why they died. Because <laughs> it was like a incredibly dangerous pregnancy for that mom, and the dad just exploded, I guess. <laughs> or Mario's lying to him because, you know, as I mentioned, they are of different races. <laughs> yes, they they are different ethnicities and races. Uh, Mario's lying to him. I don't know. <laughs> Bob Hoskins is forty, like forty three, when that movie came out, and I think John Leguizamo was like twenty, like truly. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy to me. Well, do we have anything else? We we've we've identified almost everything wrong with this movie, and I think we proposed a pretty good solution to it, and might have stumbled into a terrible um, law of attraction <laughs> reboot <laughs> starring Josh Gad. Josh Gad. But do we do we have anything else that we feel we need to say about Super Mario Brothers? No, I would like to no. scrub my mind of this experience. I, I okay. do think that my like 60% of my hatred for the movie would dissolve if the Goombas just looked better. Like, I really do. <laughs> yeah, I if if even one more thing in this movie looked like the way it was supposed to. Yeah. And didn't didn't just like blatantly ignore what it's trying to be, you know, uh -huh. like, uh, if they had just, tried at all, but they, yeah. they didn't try at all. It just reaches a very intense tipping point where you're like, I'm going to die now because this is all so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's because everything, because it's like, I, I mean, I, I don't know what it would be like to watch this movie if you had absolutely zero knowledge of what Mario as a franchise was. And yeah, I don't know if neither. that's even possible in this yeah. day and age, but I don't, yeah. I don't know if even then it would read as anything I feel like it would still be incredibly confusing and infuriating. Yeah, if you had to like reverse engineer what the video game Mario Brothers is from yeah, the plot even, of this movie. If you, if you had like no idea that Mario even existed, but you just tried to like watch this movie and parse it, I feel like it would still be very bad. It would still be like <laughs> yeah. incredibly bad to watch. Yeah. Maybe not as frustrating in like the disregard for canon yeah maybe maybe you would just accept that all these gross things are happening and yeah. you would just be like that's like i guess that's just the movie you would be like yeah. oh this man devolves people that's his thing <laughs> that's his thing <laughs> classic bowser <laughs> this is di dinosaurs evolved uh -huh, dinosaurs. So they're, they're dinosaurs and then they evolve into a man-like thing but then if they keep evolving they'll evolve back into some sort of dinosaur i guess yeah and you know just <laughs> ultimately what's important to take away is that the root and the core of mario as a franchise is dinosaurs mm -hmm. yep <laughs> yep of which there is one in the camera. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh.
Bye. All right. Bye. Done. Bye. I guess we can do our outro. So, but. I, I think I think we're good. I think we're ready to wrap up. Yeah, um, we need to. We need to stop. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. This has been Discontent, a podcast about nothing and for no one. Truly about nothing. Uh, you can find <laughs> us on Instagram and Facebook at Discontent Podcasts and on Twitter at Discontent Cast. And you can, I, I guess you can subscribe and leave a review, although I don't see who would or why you would have a reason to after listening to this. <laughs> Our theme song is South of France by the Swing Ninjas. Thank, the, thank you very much to them for letting us use it. But also, Sean, I think you should splice in the monkey clip. At no. The end. <laughs> it's his favorite clip. It's his I birthday. Know. Give it I to know. him. Yeah. So next week, we're going to be watching Happiest Season on Hulu. Sam's going to give us a Gossip Girl rundown debrief. But a post-mortem. Yeah, postmortem. But uh, happy birthday, Sean. I hope this was worth it. <laughs> I I hated it. You guys own this DVD now. Uh. I'm going to send it back. <laughs> don't think you can. <laughs> no, I'm going to send it back to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Expect two packages in the mail, Sean, for your birthday. They are going to be the same thing of things you already own. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Monkey!